my career sucks. Sex just isn't the same. What's my purpose? Where did this fat come from? My relationship is killing me. I'll never be happy. My debt is piling up. I'll never find love. Why can't I be like other gay guys? Hey guys, it's time to get a grip, stop whining, make a bold move, and do something amazing with your 40-plus gay life. Let's get to the show with your tell-it-like-it-is host, Rick Clemens, who does his best to never act like a dick or a diva unless you act like one first. Oh my God, I'm never going to find love. Oh, every guy I go out with is just the worst. I'm giving up on dating. How many of you have said that to yourself? And suddenly you find yourself alone, frustrated and going, I'm going to end up ending my life, never having had a great relationship. Well, I hate to say it to you, but some of that's on you. And I know that sounds like I'm being a real jerk, but because I'm the host of the show, Rick Clemens, and it's time for both Life Uncloseted and 40 Plus Gay Men Gay Talk, I wanted to talk about world 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 of dating i know that scares the crap out of some of you just saying that word and others of you go never going to do it again never going to do it again but what if you started dating from a space of connection first and i know some of you are rolling your eyes like yeah 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 whatever man but i'm going to challenge you today with our guest and their product that i think just could open the doorway to looking at things a little bit differently it was born out of the lovely covid pandemic and suddenly somebody realized hey we might have something with this video chat thing going on and i'd like to just invite you to throw away all your bullshit for just a moment about dating relationships all that stuff and be open to the possibility of using that little phone, those little apps to actually connect and not just hook up in your life. Joining me today is Tyler Greenberg. He is the founder and the guy behind this crazy cool new app called teleport.co. And I can't wait for him to explain it to you. No, we're not going to teleport you guys into the dating world, but in a way we are. So um, Tyler, my man, thanks for being here, buddy. Thank you, Rick. And I'm a it's a pleasure to be on with you. I've I've followed your stuff online for some time now since we first connected, um, and I'm really excited to just engage with your your growing audience and kind of explain that there are better ways out there. And as you mentioned, teleport was something that really started to take off, um, and the need for video chat throughout COVID was something that obviously spiked uh, yep. in the terms of in terms of business in terms of keeping in contact with my family and friends, but in the, the space of meeting new people, there's this opportunity to, to bring that sense of actual real conversation and connection to the dating scene, as you mentioned. So yeah. excited to chat. And I, I know some people who, as you said, were rolling their eyes. Yes. I hope to, to convince them that this is, this is the new way to date. It is. And, you know, part of the thing in dating, at least for in the LGBTQ community and whether it's gay men, lesbians, bi, trans, whatever it may be, the thing I hear the most as a coach, uh, and I'm not a dating coach, but that always shows up in my world is, oh, I just can't find somebody. It's so frustrating. And I try this, I try that. And some people, especially gay men, love my gay brothers. They finally just resort to, fine, I'm just going to use the hookup apps. I'm going to go get my rocks off and I'm just going to be stuck never having a real relationship. But what I always find so interesting, Tyler, is even if it's just a hookup app, and I know it's not just the LGBTQ people who use these O's, but even if it's just a hookup app, there's this interesting thing called connection. 
And for most people, there's got to be some kind of connection, even if you're just going to go, hey, let's just go have a roll in the hay. But isn't this kind of the backbone of what you guys are coming at is like, this is about creating a connection and then growing it from there. Yeah. So that's, that's really the start of where the idea came from was you look at the dating apps of today and the, even just the dating scene in general. Um, and it's, it's gone so far down this path of lack of, of trying to create matches just matches, just getting you to that that point of we both like the way each other look, but the piece that's come and you, all these terms around catfishing and ghosting, um, just the, the things that have come from the online dating scene, it's gone way too far. And we, everyone, it was a massive stigma online dating for so long. And now it's more commonplace, but it's really, to me, is, is just kind of sad that people think that that's the only alternative out there. And we believe, we believe that a conversation in general, if you have a conversation first and you judge people based on more than just their looks, you judge them based on the way that they can communicate, the questions that they ask, the, their facial expressions, you learn so much more about someone that looks become what they should be, not everything, right? right? So it's it just something interesting of it is what we know today, which is just swipe match and then have a conversation and maybe never right. go anywhere. But if we turn it on its head and say, let's make it like a real encounter that happens in the real world where you run into somebody and you have a conversation and maybe the sparks start to fly, like go off that way. Um, it's just a more natural way and actually mm -hmm. opens you up to a pool of people who, if you're yep. on another dating app, you might've said no to them because not everybody photographs well when you start to move and you start to speak, you learn so right. much more about somebody. So the concept that we built, and we'll get more into that more specifically, but the concept that we built has opened the doors exactly to what you said in connecting the real conversation. Mm -hmm. It's interesting because one of the companies that I, I work with or really work for as a coach we coach speakers on their speaking business. So of course, you know, COVID hits and we're like, oh my God, what do we do? You know, everybody, nobody's going to be doing speaking gigs and all this sort of stuff. But we reacted very quickly and said, okay, let's take this bad boy virtual. You know, let's start teaching people how to do virtual connections and virtual gigs and all that sort of stuff. And I find it interesting that that's basically where you went. I know match.com because I used to write articles and stuff for them. It was so interesting to suddenly see all these dating apps going, okay, we got to do this virtual thing. We got to start connecting people. And I feel like this isn't something that's going to quote end <laughs> as the pandemic quote unquote ends. This is, it's similar to the speaking business. I don't think virtual will ever not have a place in the speaking business. I think now that it's open and companies can see it and people can see, wow, we can hire these speakers and they can come in and they can do this stuff. Yes, it doesn't replace the cool, personal, one-on-one, face-to-face -on -face sort of stuff. But I think this helps open the doorway to looking at things through a different lens. And especially in the dating world where some people are petrified, <laughs> literally petrified. They would never show up to a dating event. They would never walk into someplace and go, okay, I guess I'll go to the bar, which is very popular for most anybody who dates like, okay, let's just go to the bars and see if we happen to run into Mr. And Mrs. Right. And especially in the gay world, that's where everybody ends up. Right. It's just such an interesting space to go. Okay. But you're petrified of that, but what might happen 
if you tried this new way of being. So let's start diving into like how you guys are doing this, because I want to make sure, especially gay guys, if you're listening to this, I want you to really listen up because I'm tired of listening to you bitches say you can't find a way to date a guy. So um, let's start diving in, man. Sure. Yeah. So as you said, is what we tried to do was take the elements of online that we love, which is you could be home, you could do it from wherever, um, but take the elements from in real life that people really, really like, which is the conversation. So if you take the concept of speed dating, right, where you, you go to an event and you meet people consecutively in one-on-one dates, but we said that's an interesting concept because you can put everything into a small group of time and you could do it one after the other and then you can move on with your day or night and see who you liked and what you can learn and you can gain so much experience but what we did there was a lot about speed dating as a concept that we didn't like mm-hmm. which was you show up at this, this at this venue um you see all these dates happening it's this structured thing and it's all this like nervousness and you see the person that you just like move on to the next person so we've taken the concept and we flipped it and we brought it virtual So you buy a ticket to an event. um, And what we do is we pull you all together in a pool. It'll be a specific date and a specific time. You'll come back on to teleport app on the, on iOS, on Apple, Mm -hmm. or you'll come back to teleport.co on, on your web browser. And the entire experience will happen for you. You'll move from person to person to person, and you'll be able to choose in between if you like them. So you'll date each person for five minutes. You'll have a fully, fully, one-on-one, no extra noise, no other people, a full one-on-one conversation. And in having that one-on-one conversation, I always tell people, wait for the other person, ask questions, make sure that it's balanced, work on your dating skills, try, try just to be yourself um, as much as you can. And what you, can, what you get out of this is in each event, you get five dates for five minutes each. And in each date, that's 25 minutes of dating where you can be yourself. If you continuously be yourself and if someone doesn't like you, you come back to another event and you be who you are. Now you're opening yourself up for people to like you for who you are more than just your profile. And that's the piece that is the most exciting to me is I, for the life of me, cannot take a profile picture for my dating app profiles. I can't do it. And I always said to myself, I wish... I wish they were able to see more of who I actually am because there's no static image that can describe me as the person and that can describe who I actually am. So getting into these conversations and I've been going to um, some events myself and having conversations with people, it's, it's amazing the different types of conversations that I've had and every conversation I've, I've had, whether I walk away saying I would, I would date this person, I'd go on a second date with them. I always am saying, wow, just having a conversation with somebody, I just learned so much about something so different because everyone's so unique. And I personally got better as a human being because of the experience. And it's really, really cool to see. It's interesting that you brought that piece up of getting better as a human being because of the experience. And I haven't been in the dating pool for 20 some odd years. So I'm you know, I'm kind of like fascinated by this number one, just because I'm like, wow, if this had been around when I was doing this, I think I would definitely connect to it. But I also feel like this is part of the dating conundrum. We go out on a date, we try to be who we are, or most of the time we're being somebody we really aren't. That's part of the problem in the dating world. 
And then suddenly it either works or it doesn't work or it works for a little bit. And suddenly it's like, oh, we put everything in, in the one basket and suddenly it's not a fit. And then we get discouraged and then we get frustrated instead of learning from what we've learned and growing from it. And what I like about what you guys are doing is it is setting that space for, okay, five minutes doesn't sound like a lot. But how much time do you spend on a dating profile looking at a picture and going, okay, well, let's go for this one. <laughs> I can guarantee you some people get really hung up looking at pictures and stuff and like, well, what do they do? What's their you know, interest? Da, 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 da. And then, okay, I'm going to make this quick decision. And you haven't even met the person yet. And I just want to invite people to think about this reverse. And I know it's not going to be for everybody. I'm not going to, we're not going to convince the, the people who are like, this isn't for me, Tyler. You know that. I know that. But I want to invite the people who are sitting here on the fence to think, what would this experience feel like? How would this be different? How would this be better for me? And for the introverts, which I know there's some of you listening, so just trust, this could be some of the best confidence building stuff you could ever do. Because you're in your own environment. Think about how much more comfortable you feel when you're in your own environment doing something versus okay, let's go walk in a bar and I don't feel comfortable. I actually have a client who is in this space right now. And I, I've actually already talked to him about you guys. And, and he says, I just, I hate walking in a bar. I'm like, then why do you do it? Well, how else am I going to meet a guy? <laughs> of course, I want to slap the shit out of him at that point. It's like, there's tons of ways to meet somebody. But don't you feel like Tyler, this could be something really, really good for the introverts too. A hundred, a hundred percent. So I myself have grown up as an introvert. I've recently come out of my shell mainly because I've grown older and I'm not mm -hmm. old yet, but as I've grown older, I've started to say, if someone doesn't like me for who I am, I'm comfortable in who I am. And I love the fact that I could be who I am. And I know that there will be someone out there if yep. they are not just judging me based on looks will like me for that reason. So um, in being an introvert and knowing and kind of, being in these conversations, you just kind of, for me, I just prepare some questions and I know teleport where we have some features down the line that will help people think of prompts and things to say to actually engage the first five minute date with the person mm -hmm. to make that easier for people. Cause I know yeah. it's, it's hard. Sometimes you're like, what should I ask? Right. Um, but just coming in, being prepared, having some questions, things that are meaningful to you, ask the mm -hmm. things that help you kind of decipher if this person is a good fit for me. And I'm okay to say to myself, that person wasn't a fit for me. I asked the questions that I wanted to know and the conversation just wasn't great. And I move on to the next one. Mm -hmm. But it's so, so interesting that you have this expectation that you'd go to an event and an experience like this. And yeah, what's the chance I actually have a good conversation? What's the chance I actually meet someone I like? It's, it's incredible when you go in open-minded about the yes. people you're about to meet and the conversations you're about to have, that you can be the driver of the conversation that makes it good. Right. And when both people come in with this open-minded mindset, which video chat brings, and that mm. you actually have to put yourself out there, yep. the conversations, nine times out of 10, are super interesting and fun. And by the last date, you're like super excited to get into a new mm. date with somebody and ask some different questions and learn something new about somebody. Right. So it's, it's, and, and what you said exactly about being in your own space. Mm -hmm. For me, I like having, I, I dress as I want. 
the, yeah. the the walking into a bar moment where there's that anxiety about do am I allowed to walk up to somebody? Am right. I allowed to talk to somebody? Now we've paired you both. You both are in the same playing field. You're gonna have the conversation. Right. Enjoy it and make the most out of it. What so what kind of um what kind of like I'm gonna just say qualifying or matching goes on? Like like is this happening with people that are clear across the country from where they are, or do you kind of do this? You know, like try to get them in close local how do you work with this? Yeah, very good question. Um, so what we've been doing is there's mainly three pillars, age, sexual orientation, and um, location. Okay. Cool. So with that, right, so someone will sign up, they'll put their information in, they'll create an account. And right now we're kind of going city by city. So right now we're, we're experimenting in some Canadian cities before rolling out in more of the US cities, but yep. we've encouraged people to come join, join the guest list, yep. join the wait list, and then as soon as we launch in your city, once there's like a, enough people, we'll start to go in the more specific regions. Um, but yeah, they're, they're, with video chat, it's very interesting in that we, it allows us to open the range and the radius of people that you could meet. And I think this is very topical um, in the LGBTQ plus community is that sometimes in some communities, there isn't a big pool of people for you or maybe there's not a pool of people who are on these apps, but maybe would want to. So location wise is something we're trying to get people closer together, mm -hmm. but we have the ability to go a little bit more, more broad. So our model right now is to run an event. We're running an event events on every Thursday night. So people are signing up. They know Thursday night, I'm going to get my ticket. I'm going to yep. come. Once and they get a ticket, we start doing the pairing and matching for them based on the data that they've provided us um, on their profile and their sexual orientation, their age, and their location preferences. Are you seeing a trend in ages? Like, is there is this appealing to a certain age group or is it kind of across the board? Very good question. Again, because when you think about the concept of really putting yourself out there and being more intentional and more serious about meeting somebody and having a conversation, the younger group that is swiping, swiping, swiping all day and isn't maybe wanting to get out there and put themselves out there a little more is the younger group. The older group right now, not saying older in a way to put anyone down, but more in the dating scene is more of the, the 30s, 25 plus right now. Yep. Um, that group who has been tired and they have used these dating apps and they've been failed by them for so long have come to us. And it's not, and it's honestly a touching story. And for us is that they come to us and they, they really don't believe that there's any alternatives out there. I have to just get a new dating profile. I have to put that same picture up, fill out the same information. What's the chance that this new app is going to be different? And that's where we believe is this is completely new. This is completely new. We're going to take the benefits of both. But now you're going to be home. You're going to be online. But you could actually connect, as you said. Mm -hmm. So you'll come to an event and you'll meet people and you'll be both people who probably come from the same place of I'm single in my, my mid twenties, mid to late twenties, thirties, forties, fifties plus, whatever. And I want to have a conversation. It's so perfectly aligned with that mindset of, I don't have time to waste yeah. in swiping and texting people endlessly and then have never being able to actually meet them. I would use that word actually. For real, mm -hmm. this is real. Right. And also, I mean, not to not to put the one thing that tends to cause people to go, oh, not a connection, but 
I just feel like there's something real about like the video world because you can't, there's nothing you can hide. You know, it's kind of weird that people are like, oh, I can't imagine being on video. I'm like, I would much rather have a real conversation on video than get all dressed up, go to something, walk in and go, okay, this is making me now, not that I don't like, you know, getting dressed up kind of don't because I'm so used to wearing t-shirts and shorts for so many years of my business life at this point. But it's such an interesting thing to see the human dynamics that show up instead of show up as you are. So I'm going to use this as kind of an opportunity to kind of lean into what you do here, Tyler. So, and, you know, I just want everybody to imagine for a moment. So Tyler and I are having these conversations. We can both see where we are. And one of the things that, and not because I think I'm a master at dating, but if Tyler and I were on one of these calls, one of the first things I noticed is, hey, it looks like he lives like in a kind of a high rise apartment. Looks like he's got a cool piece of art behind him on his shelf. He's got some plants back there. I just picked up three things I could have a conversation about, which I wouldn't necessarily get in a bar dressed to the quote nines other than what's your favorite drink? You know, it's like this interesting space, but there's some stuff I can talk and lean into because I can see a bit of Tyler's world. You know, yes, I'm sure somebody could stage this too. You know, like, okay, I'm going to sit in the perfect space in my house. But when we observe and we're aware, and I think this is part of what happens with people in the dating world. I don't know that we go into the dating world being observant and aware. And the other thing too, that I learned from networking is go into these situations being interested. Quit worrying about being interesting. Because I hate to say it, folks, we all want it to be all about us. So let's just lay that one out on the table right now. And the more you can be more interested in the other person, the more they're going to think, wow, that person was really interesting to have a conversation with. And this is how we start to build these things. And I think this video process that you guys are using as the foundation enables so much of that to happen 100 percent. and i'm looking at yours and i see the books i see the the art in the background as well yeah. um and it's just in terms of video and i know this podcast is going to be audio but right. we've been sitting here in a, in, a, in a room right here in video i i already know so much more about rick yeah. and i feel like we have already we're already friends we know each yeah, yeah. other because yeah. because of that if it was a straight phone call or if we right. were going back and forth on email yeah. We, we didn't know each other as we've been talking back and forth and email mm -hmm. preparing for this day. But the yeah. second that we got on a call, we started talking. Um, you start to have a back and forth. I've been listening to his cues. I've been listening to the things that he's interested in, kind of tailoring a real conversation around that. So yeah, video is, it's something where I always like to say it's, it's not three-dimensional, but the two-dimensional yep. real conversation is good enough sometimes. Right. Um, it's been good enough for business. It's been good enough for meeting or keeping in touch with my family around the world. Yep. But in meeting someone new, it's a great first step to not have to go, let's get fully dressed up, as you said, right. drive to the bar. Or drive to a coffee or a restaurant or whatever, any of those things. You yeah. haven't met them yet, right? So like, you don't right. even know who you're about to get into. So like, when people say, is, is teleport safe? And I always say, yes, we keep it 100% safe. There's a report option so you can leave the date if you don't feel comfortable. Um, and we, we have a very high bar for quality. And if someone is breaking our code of conduct, we'll yep. remove them from the platform because it's all about the safety of our, of our daters, we call them. 
Um, but it's also safer because you're home. They don't put any private information in your background, but if right. something's really, really wrong, you can eject yourself and leave and you don't have to, you're not sitting right in front of them. So the danger there is a lot safer as well. And that's an interesting concept to bring up because, okay, so I'm going to go down my rabbit hole about in my, my lovely gay men's community and not guys, I'm not saying everybody's this way. And I think this happens in the hetero world too, but let's get real. Some of you, sometimes you're just going to go hook up with somebody because you're going to go hook up. How safe is that? Let's get real about some of this stuff. So what I find the safety piece of this is, is you wouldn't get on a video camera in other situations and make yourself feel unsafe. So why would you do it in this situation? I mean, I keep this room that I work in because everything I do is video. Every bit of it, all my coaching clients, everything I do is done via video and Zoom. So I don't really want a whole lot of stuff hanging out here in this room that would give up a whole lot of stuff about me other than, hey, Rick's a reader and he's got a pretty good style with art and all this sort of stuff. Yeah, that sort of stuff is cool, but I'm not going to say like, oh, here's my kids and here's my address to my home and all this sort of stuff. You've got to be responsible for some of your own, quote, safety in these worlds. And to me, video in this realm, the way you guys are doing it, it puts a pretty safe, you know, space in place where you can actually feel more like you can be yourself and how much better to connect with video and actual conversation, then here, let's text back and forth, text back and forth to finally go, okay, let's meet. And then you walk in and I actually have a friend who had this. And I know this is not, he's not the only one who had this happen, but he went to go meet a guy and he met it, went to go meet this guy about 30 miles from where we live. And he got there and he was waiting and he was standing outside the place where they were supposed to meet, waiting and waiting and waiting. And suddenly he gets a call Hey, I'm not going to make it because I've had some car trouble. I'm about 30 minutes away. And then there was more to the story where there was like, it was actually only like 15 minutes away. And the next day he gets a message saying, I'm sorry. You know, I just needed to confess something. Um, I didn't really have car trouble. I pulled up and I saw you standing there and you just looked really intimidating. Okay. All of that could have been resolved <laughs> with what you guys are doing. Not that, uh, not that somebody looking intimidating because my friend is like the least intimidating looking guy in the world. But, you know, it's interesting to see how we do these things and then we're willing to, and I think part of it's because here's the evolution of the dating world and online apps and all this, the way we're accustomed to doing it is like, let's exchange messages back and forth, back and forth. And finally, okay, let's meet. Now, obviously with the advent of all the smartphones and being able to do FaceTime and all this sort of stuff, you could do this on your own. But what I like about what you're doing, Tyler, is you're creating the safe space. You're creating a container that helps match people, much like match and all the rest of them. But there's a, a way of, hey, we're trying to make this simpler for you and make it easy to access. And I can already hear some people bitching like, well, why would I have to pay for an event ticket? Well, why would you have to pay for a cocktail or two that you're not having a good time at a dating event? I think all of these are open doorways for just try something new. Yeah. And I, on, the, on the point of price and ticketing, it's something we talk about a lot. And 
ideally it would be nice to have people all be able to show up and constantly be able to do stuff for free. But when you assign a price on something and both people that are coming to something, put a little bit of money down. $10 is what we're charging for tickets right now. $10 you put down to come to an event and you know that everyone else amount to, you know that everyone else is saying, I'm actually here. I'm here intentionally. I'm going to show up um, and have a real conversation. And it's a nice touch point um, for everyone to have that feeling of security that everyone else is as committed as them. Instead of everyone coming for free, some people just say, I'm not going to come, not taking it seriously. That's our way of, of having people who are, are saying, we're going to take this, this and we're going to take this conversation that I have with you serious and for real. Yeah. And the thing that I find that's so interesting, and this has kind of popped in my head about thinking through this, is if you're going to be focusing your dating life, and this is going to sound, I might sound like I'm being a little bit of an asshole right now, but if you're going to focus your dating life on how much it's costing you to get dates, you have some other stuff going on you need to go work on first. Because yeah, dating we, is an investment of time. It's an investment of money. It's an investment of, you know, vulnerability. There's so many interesting things that come up. I mean, I have friends and I, I have a couple of coach friends who people are paying them twenty to $30,000 to date better. Those people are serious about getting dates. There's people who pay matchmakers huge amounts of money to make this stuff happen. I'm going to invite everybody to think about what is it you're really investing money, your time, your vulnerability, or are you even investing? I think that's even a bigger question to ask. So yeah, what would you like to see this really truly become? I mean, I, I want to go down that path just a little bit because entrepreneur to entrepreneur, I always am always interested in seeing, okay, where are we going with this? What do you, would you like to see it become Tyler? Yeah. And that's a great, great point. And being an entrepreneur and being in this space here is we were, we want to adapt with our users and constantly listen to them and listen to them from a sense of like from our heart and not from a sense of where these other companies that exist in the online dating space really operate from revenue generation standpoint of keeping their shareholders happy. From us, it's really how can we do the best by our users to give them what they're looking for? And that generally is a sense of connection and finding a person or people that they truly genuinely connect with and can connect with in the real world. So where I really want this to be, where I want this to go is a place where people all around the world can come to an online dating service that is completely different from what they, as they know it now. And it reshapes the way that they think about how technology can be used to meet new people. Um, and we're not there yet entirely. And I always encourage people come try us out and be part of this movement. Be part of this movement that is, we're done with the old way, in with the new way. I'm proud to be dating for real online. I'm proud to be putting myself out there to have a real conversation online. And they're gonna have the, the peace of mind knowing that our teleport team is going to listen to every single idea, feature request, um, issue that they bring up with our concept. We're building it for the people. And it's not to say that, oh yeah, everything that comes up goes straight into our product, but we're so ready to iterate and adapt to build what people want, which is just a better way to connect. And we want to remove all the hassle, all the time and get you closer to that 
thing that you're looking for. And I know that thing is different for everybody. Sure. But even if you come and you try us out and you don't like it, let us know. We'll have a, have a conversation with you about what you didn't like. And I can guarantee you that we'll continuously get better and better and better to, so that hopefully at some point this teleport concept becomes a way that changes the way that people just meet, changes the way that people connect and really kind of turns that online dating industry on its head mm-hmm. and just brings reality back to it is really where I want it to go. And I think that's it is bringing the reality and the connection back to this. I mean, I, we all know when we step away from this dating relationships, all that stuff is truly about connection. <laughs> but in this online phone in your hand app connected world, I think at times we forget all that technology is part of what's killing the connection too. So we can find a new pathway into it and really truly connect in the way that brings us all happiness and joy and the things we want, then technology can really serve us in a really great way. But like anything else in the dating world, if you don't use it, you can't complain. And I have so many people I've worked with over the years and like, I can't do that. I can't do this. I can't. Okay. Well then what can you do? Because if you're going to throw up the block walls to everything, oh, I can't imagine getting on a video with a perfect stranger. Okay, well, you walk into a bar with a perfect stranger, it's the same thing. You're going to have to meet somebody you don't know in order to get to know somebody that you want to be with. And I think this is something that's so interesting for us as humans is we love to put up the reasons we can't instead of asking, what can I do? And I think that's one of the things I noticed. And I'm pretty particular about who I bring on the show. But when I saw this, I'm like, this is something that a lot of people could do and can do if they give themselves permission to go and do this in a different way. So I also want to say, Tyler, and you're you're of a younger generation, so I'm not surprised that you guys did this. But I want to just acknowledge the fact that you put the sexual orientation thing into the mix on this because... Yes, I know Match and everybody, they finally got on that bandwagon, but it's really beautiful to see that there's there's an open doorway to these conversations where it's not just about the heteronormative, that there's a whole other piece. And I know some people would say, well, what about the trans and what about the poly and all that? I get it. Okay, but let's let's take the steps as we get them and let's let's move them forward. So thank you for being inclusive in the way that you're building the company as well. Yes. And thank you for acknowledging that in us. And as a company, we are 100% committed to inclusivity and diversity in everything we do. And that's the type of people that we want to attract, right? Mm-hmm. And if you're not open and you're not somebody who is inclusive and accepts diversity, even if it's not in your specific event and you're not part of this, this, this movement to make a safe space online, we don't want you here anyways. So that we've been 100% committed to that. And we're constantly, constantly, as we spoke about with the iteration, is we have very, very long gender list that keeps adapting and keeps changing with the times. And if something's missing, we always mm-hmm. tell our users, don't get mad at us right away. Yep. We're trying our best to keep up. <laughs> yep. Let us know. And we're going to listen to you and we're going to make the changes. And then in terms of matchmaking, um, all the different communities, we're going to always do our best as we said, to bring you closer to the people or the person that you would like to meet. Yep. Um, and that's just a, that's a process that takes some time, but from the start, it was a no brainer. We're not starting 
without something that is inclusive of as many people as we possibly can, given our technical limitations and sample and pool size of, of users that we have. Um, but we're, we're super, super dedicated to that. And I'm super, I'm super thankful to be on this podcast with you and speaking to this community. And we just want to learn. Awesome. So I hope that if people start sending you in feedback or ideas, or they really want to try this out, I really, really do encourage them to, to come to teleport.co or download our app from the app store. And we have a live chat there. You could feel free, come talk to us, tell us what you think. You'll probably see my face pop in there and start responding to you. Yeah. Um, that con that conversation, that communication, it's everything. So yeah, that's thank awesome, you. man. And for you gay guys, if he pops in, you'll be really happy because he's really cute. Just saying, he's a cute guy. So, um, or you thank women you, too, you. you know, just just putting it out there. But um, I love this idea, Tyler. And again, I I'm so happy to be somebody who's promoting this because I do hear the struggles. It's always something I get in my coaching sessions. And I just love the concept. I look forward to seeing you guys really get it rolling out big time. Once you've kind of got the first kinks like work through as all technology companies do, Tyler and I were talking about our, our mutual experiences there. Cause I was in tech for years and it's like, Oh my gosh, we're really going to roll this thing out. And then <laughs> all the stuff starts happening, but it's all really cool, man. So um, again, it's teleport.co. You can go to the website or download their app. And I would encourage anybody who's like, I'm so over dating to give dating another chance and another try using this kind of technology. So um, thanks again, Tyler, for being here, man. So appreciate you. Love what you're doing. And if we can ever do anything for you again in the future, um, let us know, man. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you again. It was a pleasure. That's a wrap for 40 plus gay men, gay talk, where size doesn't matter. We drop our bullshit, get over our screwed up fears, make bold moves and live life without apologies. Don't forget to join us on Facebook at 40 plus gay men, gay talk, where the conversations continue.